All right, you all, you need to come and listen to The Sci-Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci-Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So again, this is Axel, The Sci-Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci-Files. Radio, and we are broadcasting on Anchor.fm, as well as many different platforms where you can find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and you can even find us on Spotify. Uh, just give us a like, subscribe, give us a review, tell us how we're doing, let us know that we are entertaining you just the way you want to be entertained, whether it's informative, whether it's cheeky jokes, stupid jokes in a lot of cases. Uh, <laughs> And here in Portland, uh, every or it actually happens bi-monthly. Uh, Portland or the Hollywood Theater uh, gets invaded with um, the presence of Carla Rossi, who was our resident drag clown here in Portland, and she actually has a really awesome thing going on called Queer Horror, where you get to see uh, horror films inspired by queer uh, you know directors and/or actors that may appear in these films, and. They got some really good selections as far as movies go, and I actually went and saw uh, the Final Girls, uh, which I'll be doing this podcast on today. Uh, and the Final Girls was actually—I've never seen it. I've seen the movie Final Girl with uh, Abigail Breslin and many others, and there were a lot of little things about the Final Girls that I had not known. First off, the movie was um, actually written by one of the same people who was in the. Uh, in the movie Near Dark, which is an Eric Red film. Um, actually, I don't think Eric Red directed it, but I know he wrote it. And the kid, the, the youngest kid in the vampire group, uh, actually went on to be a writer. And now I'll say this as far as movies are concerned. This is probably the most different movie I've ever seen. Now, I'm not going to say, oh, it's so brave of this guy to write, you know, such a thing about his, you know, love of horror and his family and everything else. But I, I want to say this. I'll say that this is, as far as a horror piece is concerned, it's a great horror comedy, first off. Um, it's really well written. It's really well acted. Uh, they had a great cast, funny cast. And any, any cast we've actually seen do, you know, some of which actually do horror. Um, and... This movie was, like, it was so thought-provoking. You'll never see another movie like it. I'm, I mean, I'm serious. As far as, like, horror comedy is concerned, you know, I put it up there with, like, Tucker and Dale and Shaun of the Dead, but you'll never, ever see a movie written this way. Like this. And it's such a unique film. It's a worth watch. If you haven't seen it already, go check it out. The Final Girls. Plural. Uh, girls. In case uh, the mic's not picking me up all perfectly. And without further ado, here's my review. Now, first off, I really love the film. It opens up with um, 
now we'll kind of go through the cast as I'm going through. So, um, it stars, uh, you know, Tessa Formiga and, um, um, Malin Eckerman, who play a mother and daughter, um, Amanda and Max Cartwright. Now, they, now first off, I'll say this, what a fucking awesome pairing of siblings in this, like, really weird and fucked up family. So basically, um, this girl gets, this girl's, um, you know, basically with her mom, she's um, on a drive, and they get into a car accident, and her mom ends up dying. Um, her mom was an actress, B, B-rated actress, who's best known for, like, horror films and stuff. And they were actually on their way to pay tribute to the one of the movie series that she had actually been in. Now, fast forward years later, and, you know, uh, Max is actually kind of lost without her mom. And her stepbrother, Duncan, who's played by Thomas Middleditch, who was a great get as far as um, as far as like comedic timing and everything else. I just love how fucking just odd he is, <laughs> just a complete oddball. And so uh, he <laughs> he basically uh, gets the opportunity to you know to show this movie that you know his stepmom had been in, and they're kind of doing it. I think they're more they're doing it for more of the wrong reasons, but um, he wants Max to be there uh, to kind of give this like speech you know and talk about the movie that her mom been and it's really funny to me because first off uh all the different things going in, into this you know like storyline wise you know you've got like uh, a lot of uh, weird overlapping themes uh the funniest to me happens to be the the relationship between duncan and max because you can tell that her dad didn't move on very well and this whoever her stepmom is, I can only imagine what that person's like, uh, knowing that her son is this guy, and <laughs> I just think it's, I think the relationship between the two is so funny because uh, you know Max is such a calm character and Duncan is like fucking out of his mind. He's like you know like a ball of stress and a ball of like crazy all over the place, and so while this they're screening the movie now a few weird occurrences happen and all the wrong things happen at once to lead up to the theater be being set on fire now max and a few of her friends uh she was with her friend chris and her, and her friend vicky and now chris totally he's played by alexander ludwig um he totally reminds me uh, the asshole boyfriend from Friday the 13th, uh, the remake, not the original. And I seriously thought it was him, uh, but it's not. Uh, he's actually from the show Vikings. He was also uh, Kato in The Hunger Games. Um, he was also in Final Girl, <laughs> the other one, as the character Jameson, uh, one of the guys that gets offed. Um, he'd done a few other things, too, like on Survivor. Um and some weird ones like uh, the sequel to the Sandlot, like the direct, uh, the, the it's the direct to video sequel, and God, what a weird resume this dude has. He's a great actor. He's also pretty funny. Um, and then of course, uh, or not Vicky, I'm sorry, Gertie, um, her friend Gertie, and Vicky's somebody else, by the way. Um, so her friend Gertie, uh, who's played by um, Alias Scott Cat and 
or Shock Cat, and she she's great. I just I absolutely love her. I love her. I love everything about her. She's like that rude bitchy uh, character you always need. Now, if, if you don't know who she is, she's actually from um, Arrested Development. She's uh, the cousin that uh, George Michael um, is actually in love with. Uh, I really love her character in that, too. Um, but she was also in the movie Whip It. Um, and I have to say that this whole thing with them is just kind of fun because, like, she's just the right amount of bitchy um, and uh, Max is just the right amount of, you know, kind of... I want to say, like, uh, she's vulnerable, you know, she's, she's, they have, like, this weird, perfect, like, horror movie build-up chemistry for all the characters, and it's, it's super great, but, so while watching this movie, uh, the theater ends up getting lit on fire, uh, Max takes liberties into her own hands, and she, um, ends up grabbing a knife from who knows where, and, actually, I think some guy was holding it, and he dropped it, or was like a machete, I think it was a machete, I'm just kind of remembering it weird. Um, you know, she rips open the screen, and they magically get teleported into the movie, and everything else kind of takes off from there. Now, the the other cast members of the of this movie are the people in the in the actual film they were watching. So they're in this uh, summer camp slasher movie that you know, they were watching, and. And to me, this is, like, super fun because you got, like, people from the real world transported into this, like, alternate universe where it's real to them, but they don't know they're in a movie. And it's a slasher film to boot, so shit gets pretty crazy really quick. And now there are some pretty uh, fun characters, you know, fun actors who are, are very recognizable I'm in the horror universe, or actually just in comedy, not really in horror, but in comedy. Um, I wanted to almost, I almost kind of uh, listed um, this particular guy, uh, Tori Thompson, as a genre actor. I think the only thing I've really seen him in was um, you know, like A Thousand Ways to Die, uh, which is an incredibly funny show that used to be on um, Spike TV, and as well as, um, I want to say, I'm trying to remember exactly what his name is. It's, um, I think it's Adam Devine. He's actually, um, <laughs> from the show Workaholics, and he's also in the Pitch Perfect movies, and, uh, he'd done a few other things. He's a funny dude. I, I never liked the show Workaholics. I just absolutely hated it. He is actually legit funny all by himself. And, and of course, there are a few actors in this movie, and I can't remember which ones I didn't take very good notes, but um, there are actors in this film that happen to be um, in, like, a television series that's basically like a Sin City Saints. So if anybody's ever seen that show, um, you'll probably recognize them from that. And... Oh my god, so there's this, so everybody is like the really bad cliche, like, the, uh, <laughs> like, the, the, um, god, the, the Paula characters, like, the tough girl, um, you got, like, uh, and she's, uh, played by Chloe Bridges, um, Angela, 
uh, Trimber is, um, I think she's the, uh, I want to say she's like the awkward one, or she's the virgin or something like that. I can't remember exactly who, but, um, anyway, they have all these different, they have every fun character, and they're all supposed to be, and this movie takes place in the 80s, by the way, so, um, every, like, fucked up 80s horror cliche you've ever seen in a movie happens in this film, so, and that's what makes it so, so good, and I want to say that, um, even, like, the slasher that they get, he's very Jason Voorhees-esque, and I think that's what makes this movie, like, more entertaining than others, is that, you know, he's got this, uh, he's very menacing and very big. His mask looks a little silly. I'll say that his mask is kind of stupid, but it's not supposed to be great, you know, and, um, ultimately, uh, ultimately, uh, Max finds that she has, you know, the virgin has to kill the the villain at the end, and, and it's the other thing I think is great too is that no matter what they do, they always get sucked in back into a different piece of the movie. So like at the very like when they first get into the movie and they're like walking down this long stretch of road, the group of campers that are supposed to go to the camp in their film um, passes them numerous times and says the exact same things to them like they'd never seen it before, and they eventually just kind of they realize. It's it's like this weird constant loop, so they they just get in, you know. It's like, all right, fuck it, we'll just we'll just be a part of this, right? And <laughs> it was just I like every scene that's like that, you know, because they they come up to a few different scenes that end up repeating, and they just kind of have to follow along with what's going on. Those moments in the movie are the, probably the best to me. Like they're probably the ones that really make the, this film kind of worth it because they add to the comedy element as well as the the fucked up horror element. Um, of what you're seeing here in this film. Um, and then the other thing is, too, is, like, you know, when they're planning all these traps and they're trying to use, like, their horror savvy to kind of help them out throughout this process, um, they they end up, uh, you know, they end up kind of uh, getting themselves into a few binds because, you know, shit doesn't always go exactly how you plan it. And, and I really like the fact that this, you know, did just the weirdest thing you can ever imagine with certain uh, with certain characters. So I'll give this movie like a gold star um, or just five star, five ten star. Yeah, I don't even care how you want to rate this movie. It's it's a million stars. It's pretty good. Uh, you can go ahead and see it. Uh, it should be available on VOD somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where. Uh, of course, I saw this in the theater, so lucky me. Um, but you can probably see it on VOD somewhere. Um, I'm pretty sure you. If you got like, you know, I'm sure HBO, Showtime, somebody's got to have it. Um, and or Netflix, Hulu, Shutter, Screenbox. One of these groups has to have this film. But it is a much watch. If you happen to see it, rent it. Do whatever you got to do to get it. <coughs> but with that said, um, you can find us anywhere on social media platforms, as I mentioned earlier. Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Um, at Rock Corpse ENT or Rotten Corpse Radio, and we will see you all later. Have a great day. This has been.